The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. Hey, everybody. This is Chris Marwitz. I'm your co-host today. We do have James on with us. Are you there, James? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? I can hear you. So, a lot's happened this week. It, it was a lot, you know. You had the um, NFL. You came down to the franchise tag, and then you know you got next week. You know who wasn't franchise tag? They got people got to sign them, you know, or other teams to grab them. So right, I for guess free. you want to start off. You start off with your Denver Broncos, Chris. Yeah, Von Miller. They they the the Broncos gave him the franchise tag. So now, now they just need to actually free up some money so that they can work out a, a good plan for them. Well, you can't free up the money now. You got to wait a year, and that's how I understand when these teams they they franchise tag these guys. You know, then they still got to pay them that next year. Why not go and get the contract out this year? You know, and now if they had another great year, another team could grab them. You know, I don't get right. That. Right, but the, well, but but you know what they're going to do. I mean, they still have time to even sign them to a long-term contract, and 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 that's what they really want to do. That's what Miller wants. He he's he's been claiming that he wants to to remain a Bronco to the end of his career. Of course, you know every every player says that they want to be with the team that they started with, um, but but you know he's he's adamant about that. So you know I I think he he'll be willing to sign. You know, a long-term contract as long as it's, uh, you know, it benefits him and, and the team. Yeah, but, you know, we could talk all that, Chris, about wanting to be the team. But, you know, sports have changed now. Now it's about the money. Before it was about loyalty. You know, you had players that want to retire with that team. But, you know, a team going to pay a guy $30 million, they're going to go over there. Even they're going to win the championship or not. Am I right? Correct, correct. But uh, I mean, come on. You 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 you've seen how he plays. I mean, he plays, of course, with his head, but he has so much heart. You know, there's not going to be a problem with him. But you're right. I mean, it is about the money, and and that's ultimately what everyone says is show me the money. Um, but but I still think that they'll sign him to a multi million dollar contract and a multi year, you know, contract. So you know, he'll he'll be he'll be well taken care of. Uh, I just think, you know, he already got his ring. You know, a lot of players get that ring, but if somebody come on and pay him more, well, he he might jump at it, Chris, and leave. You know. Well, he could, um, but but that but that that's that's the issue. I mean, they'll they'll sign him to a long term contract. They'll hold him to, you know, four or five years, and then, 
you know, after that, then he could he could maybe hit free agency if he wants to. So, you know, he's still young. Well, you know, it's, it's, and yes, it is about the dollars. It is about the dollars. I just think, you know, because you got two other players, Malik and um, the other guy on Denver. They didn't sign. I guarantee somebody cut more money than what Denver offer they leave. Right. I guarantee right. that. Well, they also have to wonder what's going on with the quarterback, too. So, you know, that that's still up in the air with Broncos. Yeah, it's just weird that, I mean, these teams, you know, they got all these players they got to sign and print at. You know, it's almost like what I thought about when George was playing. And he told the owner, you know, keep the team together, you know, and I'll keep playing. But they broke it up, didn't want to play. So that breaks one player leave, that breaks up the team, you know. Right. And, you know, you got two players on the Broncos, defense is probably leave. A defense play won't be as good as it was, you know. Right. Well, let me ask you this. So since since we're talking about teams and, and, and franchising, what do you think about Washington franchising Kirk Cousins? Well, they had to do that because that's their quarterback. And they saying, you know, he's going to be their future since they got rid of uh, RG3. So they had to do that because, you know, they got now they got to just try and work out, like you said, a contract with him. So they had to hold him. That's why they franchise him, give him that little money. They don't work out contract this year. They at least got him for this year, you know, and that's what they did. So I, I can see what they're doing with him with that because, you know, now they got to go in the, probably in the draft and get somebody young and then worry about him since for three or four years, you know. So Washington did what they had to do, you know. I don't think they're going to do what he did this year. You know, right. I think one of those years is, you always see it when the second-string quarterback coming and playing from the starter. They play good, don't they? Yes. Always happens. Every team, you know, I don't care if it's a bad team or what, that quarterback that comes in and relieves that starting quarterback, look at Kaepernick. Remember when he did it? And now he's a bust, a bum. <laughs> well, but a lot of it, they're, 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 they're eager. I mean, they, they have a lot to prove. They, you know, they, they want to, to, to have that, that starting job. So, you know, they're, they're going to do what they have to in, in initially, but then things change. Look at the quarterback that, um, um, uh, when uh, Tom Brady got hurt. What was his name? And he won 11 games for New England. Remember that? Yeah, I, I can't think of his name, but yes. He went on to a team, and now he came and get on a practice squad, a bum. Right. You know, so, you know, you know but that but that happens. That's what I tell you. All these second-string quarterbacks come in, and then they're bust. So, well, know, but, but one of the issues I think is going on is there. If, if you look at uh, the the players in the draft, there's not a lot of really high-quality quarterbacks out there. There really isn't for this year. In the draft? In the draft. Yeah, there's quite a few. You got the guy from Cal. He's going to be going top pick number one. You got the, um, what's the other quarterback? There's, there's at least three good quarterbacks that's going to go first round. But you know, I've always Dallas said, I've always back. said that because they, they play well in college doesn't mean they're going to play well in the pros. And that, that's been proven many times. Yeah, but it takes years. I talked to a guy who I played with Seth Jordan. He say, uh, when I heard this from a lot of people, it takes five years for a quarterback in the NFL to become a quarterback. No matter what, you might have one good year, you still ain't a good quarterback. 
take five years. So it's going to take years for them, you know. Uh, Marietta right. for Tennessee. It's going to take years. Oregon, right, right. You know, we just ain't got to jump in and have a great year like Ben uh, Rothenberg did that one year, you know. Yeah, but they they just don't don't have as as I don't know qualified candidates as as they've had in in years past. Well, we might not. Somebody might come and we don't think good, and they become that's true. Great quarterback. They ain't got to win a national championship, and then they come out to be a great quarterback. Right, you know, right. Tom Brady was a sixth round pick. I know. No, no. So, so you never know where they're going to come from, but exactly any player like that, you know, come only that one or two player that come, you're like God. You know, look at J.J. Watt. What was he? Did you see when he tested at the combine? No, I didn't. I didn't see when he tested there, but uh, I, I, I don't believe he did very well, though. Didn't he was horrible at the combine? You know, but look what look how he is now. Right. Well, I I I have I have issues with the combine anyway because you know you you have you have a little bit of time to prove yourself and sometimes it's 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 hard to to you know to show show the the, the scouts and the coaches what what you have you know you know the, the the combine isn't 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 always the the only thing to to judge by. I'm keep my mind quiet on that. I'm, somebody might be listening. Yeah, combine, I know. I know. Combine is horrible. You know, you get people. It's like me. I, I'm not a good person for tests. I can't take a test to save my life. I can study, 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 and I'll still flunk it. Right. You know, and you have people that can go and test well, but ain't got no heart for it again, you know? Correct. So you go to combine, you test well, you come a number one draft pick. But you you you're horrible, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I name a player that went in the second round, test well, was a bum, didn't do nothing. But he test well and got drafted, didn't do nothing right. in college. Right. So. Anyway, so so regarding other players that franchise tag, like Panthers, they they put the franchise tag on Josh Norman, you know, the 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 defensive back. I mean, he was he he had a great year. They had to. They got to keep that player. We have one good player. They got to keep, got to keep that. We have one good player. What, what about the Bears and Alshon Jeffrey? <laughs> Is it because he's like the only only great receiver they have right now? Yeah, because that first-round draft pick they had, they had their eyes on. He's been hurt the whole year. Right. So they don't know how to come back and play. So they had to do that with Alshon, you know. Well, Alshon is great, though. He is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that wasn't a bad. That wasn't a bad thing for them to keep him, trying to sign him long term. Correct, correct. Uh, well, one thing that kind of shocked me was the Ravens with their kicker. I mean, Justin Tucker's a good kicker, but but is that that was the only position player they could find to put a, a franchise take on? Who else on that sorry team? And, uh, you know, <laughs> okay, we won't talk any more about it. I know. Case. Yeah. But but okay, well let, let's talk about it then. Uh, did you hear that the Ravens signed Joe Flacco to a three year extension? It's it's worth yeah, like sixty six million dollars. Yeah, well it's he's forty four million dollars guaranteed on the contract. And and what what's Flacco done? Nothing. No. Okay. 
then why, why, then, then why sign him to additional three years of nothing? Uh, that's it. Then, then they're going to end up in the same position they're in right now. Not in the playoffs. Well, Steve Smith Sr., he's supposed to be retired, I think, the receiver. He was yes. that one. He was. He he was he was incredible to watch. You know, yeah. he he would he would get rid of his of his defender and he can get himself opened and he was great. So anyway, yeah. tell you what, let's let's take a break and when we come back let's pick up a little bit more about this, okay? We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam had the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is your host, Chris Marwitz, and we have James with us today. James, how's your day going? Not bad. One of those days. Oh, good, good. So we were just talking a little bit about uh, the franchise tags that the NFL teams were using and a little bit about uh, Ravens and <laughs> extending Joe Flacco. The other one I want to talk about is the Eagles. So they signed Sam Bradford to a two-year deal worth about $36 million, $26 million guaranteed. Um, was this a smart move, move by the Eagles? Well, I don't want to stand the Eagles, you know, but, you know, Sam Bradford posted up in that quarterback and trying to help them. But, hell, he didn't do nothing. But I guess he couldn't play in that system that Chip Kelly had, so I guess they're going to try to put him in a system where he's a pocket passer and not, you know, the system Chip Kelly had. So, you know, I don't know. Sam Bradford been hurt most of the years. Mm-hmm. He's not a fangler, so. You know, who else do they got? Nobody, but uh, what's the guy's name from um, USC? 
right, uh, right. The Barkley. Right. Yeah, the, what, what, I, what I heard was uh, the coach was saying, the new coach um, said that Bradford's style of play will fit in well with with his... Uh, um, his, his his offensive scheme, so you know that that that's why he was high on Bradford uh, staying with the team. Well, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens next year, huh? Same thing Porter and I said with Cappadocia. That's game, and he don't even want to be there. So right, right. But um, but but again, with Kaepernick, what other team? I, I mean, I know we talked about this, you know last time, but, you know, what other teams are really going to take him with all the problems that he has? What problems he got? No problems. He's got quarterback problems. Well, there's there's issues with throwing the ball. There's issues with trying to run the ball. You know, he's getting hurt. Well, that's got to do with a coach. He didn't have a good coach. Give him a good coach and he'll be all right. Okay, well... Let's see what happens then uh, here in the fall. But anyway, so yeah, okay. Again, we'll see what happens in the fall. So next thing is rumors been swirling around about Peyton Manning announcing his retirement. You know, now the rumors are bounding that he might play another year. Uh, what teams I'm might consider him? Gotta hear about Peyton. Like damn Brett Favre. Go ahead, retire. Sit down. But it's not happened. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you what you need to do. Sit down. Stop. <laughs> Sit down. You even win that game. He should have got came back in the game. I was in that game. Right. He was right. From ball, running back fumble. How you gonna take the quarterback out and they doing that? I, I personally, I, I I think they had it kind of set up where they were. They were planning on putting him in in anyway, and that just kind of was a convenient way of of putting him in, just to see how how good or bad he 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 was physically. I'm tired of hearing about Peyton. That's just like getting tired of hearing about. <laughs> we know, we know about about your your guy up in Cleveland. We won't even say his name, so. Okay, well, let me ask you this then. If you were the Titans and had to decide right now, what would you do with the number one draft pick? This is what they need. They don't need no quarterback. Get some offensive linemen and take care of your quarterback. So you wouldn't you wouldn't uh, trade it? Oh, why would you trade it? Get some offensive linemen. Well, uh, get a quarterback. If you feel you get your lineman by trading, yeah, but they don't need a quarterback. Another team might need a quarterback where they get more picks. Right. And they need linemen to protect their quarterback. He got killed last year. In a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, so... Okay, so you'd go for linemen. Okay. I I, I myself, I'm, I might think about trading it, but, you know, that's, that's the difference. So we talked a little bit ago about the NFL Combine, you know, which ended Monday. You know, everyone talks everyone talks about people's time in the 40-yard dash. My question has to do with the defensive linemen and the defensive ends. Most of these men have big bodies, and they will have some initial momentum when they start running. As a coach or a scout, wouldn't it be smart to look at their 10-yard time versus their 40-yard time? 
don't know what they look at those defenses line. I think they look at how the the, the times so how fast they get past the lineman to get to the quarterback. You know, right? So that could factor, or can they run down that running back to get past the line? You know, so that's what they're looking at at the speed. So, you know, most of you want those big guys run between four eight, four seven. So if they can do that, you know, that's good speed for a big guy. But there's some some that run a ten yard just really quick because they 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 have that that quick quick momentum right off the line. But as they go further, you know, they get slower down down the line. Um, and 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 mo- for me, most of defensive linemen, yes, you need it within a ten yard, usually within ten yards. And 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 so for me, I, w- I would think they'd be looking at the ten yard dash versus the four forty yard dash. Well, I'm sure they work on that, but that's not important. Then, you know, after that 10 yards from the line of scrimmage is where they want them to catch them. You know, let that back get past that line of scrimmage. They're already three, four yards back from the line. Now you buy more yards, six, that's 10 yards. You know? But if they're quick enough and, and strong enough, they, they can, you know, get rid of their defender and get past them and then get in the backfield. So, you know, just just look at Von Miller. Look at what he did. That's all you got to say. Well, some players great, some not. Yep, that's yeah. true. Yeah, lucky year. And a lucky year. A good year and a lucky year. I don't know if it's so so lucky. He's he had a good year last year too. He was, but now he has where where on the other side, and you know he also has Wolf and and Jackson and you know all those guys up the middle, and and teams or offensive teams are they don't know how to defend that. So he he's able to to break free. They're not double teaming him like they were last year. So. <laughs> Okay, so uh, both J.J. Watt and, and Rob Gronkowski both have younger brothers who are entering, entering the draft this year. Neither one of the younger brothers plays the same position as their famous brother. They both happen to be fullbacks. Um, so personally, how, how hard do you think it'll be for them to be drafted and then make it on a team's, dra- team's roster? Well, I don't know. I was saying that by Eli, you know. Right. And uh, what's that team looking for? I mean, if that fleet's good in college, you know, he can't go by what his brother did. You know? You can, well, but so he'll still be he'll still be judged. Well, everybody get judged. You get judged by if your dad played. I mean, look at Eli, you know, Archie Manning, you know, and look at Dale Curry, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, you're always going to get judged no matter what. They're always going to try and compare you. Well, he don't do this better than his dad, or you know? So that's just the world. The world is sports and the world is everything. Because everybody judge, you know, different things. With basketball, everybody judge Jordan. It ain't better than Jordan. Football, they go back to whatever position, you know? Um, the guy that played for 49, what was his name? They won all the Super Bowls. Oh, we're talking about uh, um um um. Yeah, I I can't think. Of his, I see his face. I can't think of his name. Yeah, but 
everybody was judging him. He's not Tom Brady. He ain't like a Tom Brady, you know? Right. There always could be some judging, you know, with a person, but um, like you say, you look at it, each player got their own style. I mean, look at, you know, I don't know, look at um, the Long brothers, you know, Howie Long sons. You got Chris right. Long and then the other one, you know? So, let's just sports and everybody talk, the common, the people who write the paper. You know, it's good read when you try to say, you know, oh, he ain't like his brother. Now they go over and interview his brother. His brother was like, well, I do this different. Uh, it's y'all brothers. Well, that don't mean nothing. No, it was very true. Very true on that. But so They're going to get judged and, like, you know, they might get on team because of their brother or they might not, you know? <clears throat> Yeah. So the other other thing that's happening is uh, Tom Coughlin. You know, he was the ex coach for the Giants. Um, you know, he 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 stepped down. But now the thing is, is he's claiming that uh, you know he you know he resigned. But now he's claiming that uh, management basically had forced him out, and he's 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 angry. You know, he has hard feelings about his exit. Um. You know, what, 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 do you think that uh, he's he has, has right to feel that way? Well, I mean, he's coming out now, but I'm sure they said I told you, you know, he resigned or he fired you. You know, it look better if you said he's stepping down, and that's what he did. I'm sure they were going to fire him, but they gave him that respect because he's been there so long, and, you know. So it was like, hey, go ahead and resign. Let's make it now. He's coming out. You know, hey, I would have resigned. Step down. You got to fire me. True. You know, I they, they were going to do. I guarantee you that. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 that's kind of how it, it, it seemed. But, uh, yeah, it, you know, because no, no, one, no one really saw that coming for him to even retire. Why, why would he retire? But, you know, it, it makes sense that they were forcing him out and this was his way of, of of doing it gracefully at the time. But, you know, coaches come out afterwards, you know, but it was, it had to be something because right after he resigned, he applied for the job of the Eagle. He interviewed, you know, so Correct. he figured he had to be something. Yeah, you're right about that. Why are you going for the job of the Eagles? Same team in your conference. Stay with the Giants, right? True. Especially, yeah, he, he, th- th- that was his team. Those were his players. So, yeah. Exactly. Oh. Anyway, yep. But, uh, so, so, oh, wait. So, tell you what, before we go any further, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on in sports. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is your host, Chris Marwitz, and we have with us James Loving. (laughs) James... We've been talking a bit about uh, some football and, you know, kind of how we feel about things, you know. Yeah. And uh, so so I I have something else to to ask you. So LeBron James is the leader of the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cavaliers are now 0-2 this season in games that LeBron misses. In any sport, is it a bad thing for a team to rely so heavily on one player? That's how it is in any sport. I mean, the one player, the film. Quarterback in the NFL, the one player guard in the NBA, uh, baseball players, one pitcher, or a great hitter. You've always got one player they depend on. That's why they call them the leader. You know, they feel if they're not on the floor, they're not on the field, or the court, you know, they, they can't win, which, you know, it's been proven they can't. But, you know, I don't see why. You know, I look at one guy told me, you know, everybody put their same pants on the same way, you know. That means you're all the same. Just got to go out there and give up 110% just like that other person. That other person give 110, you got give 111. So, I don't know. Cleveland is, you know, thinking LeBron, all this and that, and, you know, he's a great player, but, you know, like Michael Jordan said, you know, it takes other players to win. And if you're going to try to do it all yourself, you ain't going to win. Look at Jordan. Before he got Scottie Pippen and all the other guys to help, he wasn't winning. Scoring a lot right. of points. You know, look at, you know, your old quarterback. They throw a lot of touchdowns, but they ain't winning if you don't got a great defense, right? And a good running back, right? Correct, correct. So that's going to happen where the one player feels that, you know, uh, when he ain't playing, they losing. There's no more games than they winning. 
Yeah, I, so, I just think that, that other players need to be able to step step up, step in, and, and, and fill that void because you just never know what's going to happen with injuries going on and, and, and or someone being sick. I mean, you, you, you still have to earn a paycheck and you have to, you know, no one wants to lose supposedly. So, you know, get in there and, 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 and fill the void. Do what you have to do to win. like when uh, Carmelo Anthony, you know, he always said, give me the ball, give me the ball. When he played for the Nuggets, and now, now that he's with the Knicks, you know, he wanted to, to, to be the one, you know, that, that controlled their, their destiny, and that wasn't, wasn't the right thing to do because, you know, th- th- there was a lot of problems on the team because of it. People were like, you know, he was just a ball hog. Same thing with Kobe Bryant, being a ball hog. Well, you know, I you a star player being a ball hog, but if you got two or three stars, I always was told um, everybody can't be the chief. Somebody got to be the Indian, you know? That's true, but, but again, you still have to be able to, to to win without them somehow. Yeah, you have to. I mean, at least win some games. Yeah, well, and, and, and Cavaliers, I mean, they're even without them, they're a good team, but they, for some reason, don't think they can do it. They don't have the, the, the confidence or something to, to win when he's not there. And and maybe that's something, something the coach needs to work on. I don't know. Nothing you can do about it. Hmm. Okay. So, all right. The other thing that's going on is, uh, I don't know if you, I'm sure you probably heard in the news, the New York Yankers, Yankees closer. Um, I believe his name, his last name is Chapman. He was suspended 30 games under the MLB's new domestic violence policy. You know, and Chapman, he's accepted his responsibility and won't appeal the suspension. Uh, this is the first suspension handed out since MLB and the Players Association jointly agreed to this in August following several high-profile incidents among NFL players. Um, so, so the MLB's policy is clear and helps the league hand out discipline and helps the players and players association accept that discipline. Unlike the NFL, which makes things up as they go. So what can the NFL do to change this policy and let everyone know that this behavior won't be tolerated? Well, you know they got to go back in that collective bargaining when they go in there and redo it. They got to put in there that, you know, different punishment for that, you know. Now they protect it, I think, with the new collective bargain, and some in there, I think, a clause. I understand the whole thing where they protected the players with all this because it's not a conduct of something, they were saying. But I'm sure when they go back in again and do it when it's up, that's definitely going to be in there, you know? It needs to, you know? People need to know that this won't be tolerated, you know, somewhere somewhere or another. So I'm sure it's going to be a big thing when they go back to the table and redo it when the contract is up. So I guarantee that will be in there, and they're going to have it clear. If you do this, it's going to be five games a year 
They ain't gonna be like that Ray Rice who went from two, then they came back to the year, you know. It's gonna be blah 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 setting stones or what punishment for first offense, second, third, you know. So right. they don't have it all wrapped up by then, I'm I guarantee you. Right, and also the need to put some some statement in there that regardless if you're being punished by the law, you know, so say there that that Ray Rice, you know, here he got um, fined, you know, he had to go to court and and so forth for 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 what happened, and and so the his attorney were saying, well, you can't you 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 can't punish him twice, you know, and and that that's 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 ridiculous that you know. You know, because what what I do outside of my my job doesn't affect my job. Well, it does in some ways. It does affect you. It, do, it affects the team. It affects morale, and they have well, to have to account for it. I, I, I have my um, opinion on that. I don't think what you do outside of that should be accounted for. That if you're in your house getting drunk and acting a fool, you know, and somebody in that house take a picture of it. You know, put it off somewhere, and then you get fined for that. For that's crazy. That's your time. You're in a club, or you're going to have it jump around. That's your time. Why should that be factored? You have it on your time in the summer. Like, see if okay. you do a night for game and all that, but that's your time. And I just think they got it too strict. Where you're their property. It's like a slave. You, they own you. You're their property. You can't do this unless the master say it's correct. Your team. You know, and that's crazy. I think you know. Okay. Well, let, 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 let me let me re- redefine what I said or what what, what I was thinking because did, it didn't come out right. What I was thinking is what you do as far as you know when it when it comes to to, um, to domestic violence. You know that won't be tolerated, and and that's what affects affects the team, affects the morale. You know, because a lot of people don't. You know. You, 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 they have to actually show that, that that's not acceptable behavior, and and by by allowing, you know, yes, people people jump on the bandwagon and say, oh, this is not good, this is not good. But then, you know, the in in the 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 players' association is 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 letting them get away with it, you know, because they're the ones that are that are crying foul about what they did. Let me ask you this. Have you seen a happy household? Sure, yes. Oh, there's no arguing, no none. You've seen that before. Okay, there'll always be some kind of arguing. Okay, now, my second question is, um, our world, the U.S., whatever, is second chance, right? Right? Um. Okay, sure. Now, Granted, we don't agree with domestic violence. We don't agree with DUI. We don't. We all say that's bad. But we are human. People mess up, right? So if that person go and him and his wife argue and he trying to leave the house, he push her or hit her, you know, okay, he's wrong. We all know that. But you can't sit and say he's gonna be perfect in a household, in a home, and nobody argue or fight, or nobody go out. And drink and drive. Hell, I done. We all done that before. Just thing got caught. You know. You think about it now and say, you know, but we all done some things. Well, we got caught when we did that. So my point is, we we get on these guys and act like they're because they're on the field playing. They got to be perfect. They're not perfect. Hell, they're gonna make mistakes. Now, 
do we get on? I'm like, oh, what they did? Because a normal person beat on their wife, a normal mom and dad fight is not in the sports life. So do we go to that household and say, hey, you just like Ray Rice? No, you don't, because you try to look at him only because he's playing TV. And he shouldn't be doing that. No, 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 no. Give that guy a chance. Go get help and find out what's wrong. You know, now, if he come back and do it again, there's a problem with that. You know, he get another DUI, there's a problem. You know what I'm saying? So I think we look at sports people like, oh, they making all this money. They shouldn't have no problem. Shit, they got the worst problem. You know? So that's what I don't get, you know? What Ray Rice did? No, he shouldn't. No. Uh-uh. That's unacceptable, especially with my daughter. But do you go and take his livelihood from him and he can't work? No. That's like a guy with a felon. You know, they got this law now. They're changing that they're not asking your application if you're a felon because they can't get a job. Right, right. You know, we got to look at, you know, people going to make mistakes in life. If you can learn from them, great. If you can't, you know, you need to have your butt out of it, you know? Well, there's quite a few of, of the well, there's, there's some of them that, that, yes, they've had problems when they were in college and, 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 and teams, teams took a chance on them and, and they proved the, the, the owners correct that, that, hey, you know, yes, they, 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 they deserve to be on the team. They've done well. They learn from their mistakes. But there's some, some people that just, you know, I, I, you know, they, there needs to be some clear and concise language that's acceptable from both both sides, and the players understand it, the coaches understand it, the, you know, the owners understand it, and and there's there's and, and and it seems like MLB, Major League Baseball, has 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 understood, you know, that this is what they need to do. Now, okay, your daddy beat your mom, right? Now, do your daddy go to work and lose his job? No, but in sports, why he got to lose his job? You see the difference? Then I see, we I see make the difference. But... For, and, and try and put athletes, they working just like your daddy working, right? Right. So we should put everybody in the world. Daddy loses his job too, right? If he goes, if he goes to jail and got this record, right? Daddy should lose his job too, right? But we don't do that. We look at all these athletes, blah, blah, blah. He shouldn't have problems. That's bullshit. It's a normal family. It's just he's on TV in our eyes. We wouldn't even know he beat his wife if he wasn't on TV, right? That's correct. But that why is correct. it so day up? Charles Barkley said it best. I'm not a role model. Your parents are role model. I'm just somebody you watch and respect and like. Because what I do, you should imitate what I do. Your mom and daddy one in your life every day. That's the one who should be the role model. People putting that food on your plate and putting the clothes on you. You can't go and say that athlete because he's playing good on the court. Hell, once he get off that court, he could be the nicest person. Michael Jordan, you don't know what Michael did. Why Michael got divorced? He done something wrong, right? Right. So how the hell he was rolling out? How Steve Harvey writing a book talk about uh, what women write? What's that book? Oh, what? Um... And he divorced. Come on, why the hell you tell a, a woman something, man, and you got divorced, your wife left you, you beat her. Okay. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will f- finish up the rest of this show. We'll be right back.
Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Host Chris Marwitz, and we have James Loving with us today. So, James, we're gonna we're gonna switch gears a little bit, okay? Hold on, before we switch gears, I want to clarify. You said I got a little heated. I got a little heated because I played the sport, and it's sad the things that you do. And, you know, like like I said, I had nothing to say while I was playing, drinking and driving, coming home because I thought I was brother law when I was playing the sport. And I'm thinking, you know, and you can't think that when you you playing that sport, and and that's what these athletes do, Chris. They think they're above the law. So don't get me wrong. I'm not siding with these athletes. I'm just upset that we as athletes we think we're above the law because we got the, the people, the fans looking at us like we're above. You know, so we get that big head. We, they don't know, you know some problems that athletes go through and all like that. But you know, if you have put that person on the pedestal, they're going to act like that, right? Correct. They're going to think above the law. So that's why I mean it, because I think uh, after you get a bad rap, and then again, I think, like you say, and Joe said, you put yourself in that spot. You Ray Rice, you should have walked out. Hey, woman, you want to be here with that guy? I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Right. We all have choices. We all have choices to make. And you have to make the right choice. And my thing is, I see, you know, I watch, First Take and Mike and all these shows, you know, um, I talked to Galen Zach. Remember, I think it was a while back, he said, the media can make you or break you. Mm, that's they true. Get, they get something bad on you, you're done. They get something good on you, you're the greatest person. So that's the thing I'll try to explain in life. You don't know the little average person being on his wife and killing them or doing something. We don't know, but the athlete, because he put so high on a pedestal, we make a big thing of But, you know, he's a pair, too. And once he's done playing, he's back to average, right? Right. 
That is very true. That's very true. So, okay. Uh, The next thing I want to talk about, you know, has to do with the salary caps and how teams are getting around. You know, they they have all these players that uh, are, are, you know, they're, 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 they're redoing their contracts. And what they're doing is they're giving them big signing bonuses um, and then, then a small amount of base salary. Uh, and and that, that way they can fit underneath the salary cap and make room for other players. I mean, it's, it's getting to be almost the norm, you know, that someone's getting like a, a $20 million signing bonus, you know, for re-signing with the team. You know, what, what, what do you think about that? All I have to say about that is I was talking to a friend of mine. He played the Wyoming and played the Cleveland Browns, Sean Wiggins. I said, isn't it crazy? His son is, what, 10, 11? When your son get up and going to play sports, the contract's going to be $300 million at least. It's going to be outrageous like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's going to be crazy. It's going to be, and your best player probably be getting a billion. You know right. what I'm saying? So I, I think it's crazy, and you ain't, it's not going to go down. You know what I'm saying? And let's hey, let's go down and start all over. Two thousand dollars back when you know they were playing with leather helmets. The signing bonus was right. It's going to be crazy when I I just hate to see in twenty years. You know, if I'm living, what will it be? It's going to think about it, Chris. It's going to be almost a billion dollars. Am I right? It's going to be close to that. I mean, do you remember, I think it was, oh, what, 15 years ago when A-Rod with the Texans, he signed like a $120 million contract and everyone was just shocked at that point that they signed him for such a huge amount? And anymore, that's, that's nothing. If I'm correct, didn't they give him a jet and like half the team too? I, 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 don't, I don't know if they did all that. They could very well have, but I don't, I don't recall that part. It was outrageous what they gave him. That was outrageous contract. It, it was. It was. Yeah. More, it was. Yeah. It was huge. It, yeah. It was crazy. So. I just think by anyway. the time you know, twenty years is gonna be three hundred million for a draft pick, first round. Well, at, I mean, at that point, imagine how much ticket prices are. You know, in order to well, afford those kind of those kind of uh, salaries. And that's what I'm saying. Look at how much money is put into sports. Look at like TV commercials and. All getting on the board, you know. Papa John's now, you oh, yeah. know, got big, big time now with paid money and pizza. You know, mm-hmm. all it takes is one thing, and it blows up. And now, you know, well, I need to make up some and then get blown <laughs> up. come up with a business, and there we go, and get someone to endorse it for us. So there you go. You you, you think about that for a little while, but so you know, James, college basketball March Madness is right around the corner. Louisville is ranked number 11, but they are banned from playing due to recruiting violations found during an investigation of an escort's allegations of sex parties at the team dormitory. Coach Patino claims to have the most compliant coaches in the NCAA. How do you feel about this? Chris, every school does that. Give athletes money, and when they bring in recruits, they hook them up with women. They just got caught. Come on. We know every school doing it. They just got tired. So, because somebody got mad and told every school's doing it, you know. So, how I feel about it, that's recruit. Hell, that's how you want to recruit. Get that kid to that school, get them in. Hell, let me do recruiting again. I'll go there and give me some booty and some money. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sign me up, coach. <laughs> yeah, sign the contract right here. But that's all. I mean, Chris Offsky was doing that, so somebody got mad and spilled the whistle. They got caught. Trust me, Offsky probably doing worse than that. You know what I'm saying? Trust me, they probably. You know what I'm saying? Well, there, there, were, there were some coaches that always claimed that they were had run a very clean program, like like Shashevsky, you know, Duke. He always said that. And then, um, oh, the old Arizona coach, um, um, oh, I can't think of his name. You know, he 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 always claimed that, you know, he never had to to do any of this stuff. You know, this was. Do, do you believe it? Well, he don't do it personally. He got his um, sister right? to do it. Absolutely cool. So that watches this man. You know, he don't. It's like somebody, uh, a drug dealer. Uh, he has all his people that, that, that touches the, the stuff and stuff. He don't. So when he get busted, hey, I never touch You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, exactly. You know, so that's all that is. is you know, I, he know about it, he ain't going to say, but he ain't going to, you know, come out, you know, because they got no evidence. You see me getting them no money. I ain't take that ass, you know. Well, that's all that's happening. His coaches are the, the um, monkeys. That's what you call them, monkeys. Right, right. But ultimately, it comes down to, you know, who was in charge of that program at the time, you know, and, and, and of course, the players that are playing at that time, they're the ones who suffer. You know, look at me and my job. I get in trouble, and I to somebody else, right? But Correct. we're in charge of the store. Correct. Exactly. So it's always going to come now who's in charge. You didn't know that was going on? No, I didn't know that was going on. You're in charge. You should, right? The, you, if 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 you if you know your program, if you know your players and your coaches, you should. Yeah, you should. But you know, you turn your back on something. If I'm gonna get little Johnny, he's the top player in the country. Yeah, I'll turn my back. Hey, uh, monkey, go do what you got to do to get him. Don't tell me. I want to know you gave him a banana. Yeah, well, you don't want to hear about it. Want to exactly. keep your hands clean. Yeah, what's that one movie, uh, Blue Chip? Remember that? Yes, yes, that was a good movie. Go. That was a good it. movie, and it, it was it was an eye opener, you know. So, well, James, it's been another good week. It's been an interesting conversation with you today. I'm I'm, I'm sorry to have <laughs> yeah, brought it brought it out in you, but uh, I guess sometimes it's just need to 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 get the beast there. So, yeah, but next week we got. Uh, former NFL player to play with me in University of Wyoming and the Eagles, Gerald Abraham, Chris. Oh, that should be a great show. Yes, it will. All right, well, we'll be back next week, and uh, it'll be a good show then, just like this week. All right, you have a good week, James. You too. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.